Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 107 of the Grumpy Girlfriend podcast with me, your host and certified life coach, Katrin Bandt. Last week, I had a great coaching session with one of my clients, and I wanted to share the topic of our session with all of you, because I know there are so many of you out there who struggle with the exact same thing. What my client was struggling with, and what I used to struggle with too early in my relationship, was this really strong conviction that my partner's behavior or choices is the problem. If only they would stop, change, do what I want them to do, the problem would be solved. And we are so good at justifying this way of thinking. And we know exactly what friends and family members to talk to about it in order to get even more evidence that we are right and our partners are wrong. So why do we do this? Why do we love pinning the problem to our partners and their behaviors? Well, many reasons, but it could be because we literally think what they're doing is wrong. We think there are rules in the world about what you are and aren't supposed to do, and if our partners break those rules, well, obviously we will think they're doing something wrong. Pretty simple. Another reason could be that they do the thing and then we notice a negative emotion in our bodies. Well, that can be enough for some of us to define their actions as the problem. But the reason we are so obsessed with getting them to change and wanting them to be the problem is because it takes the power and responsibility out of our hands for better and for worse. Our primitive brains love blaming others and expecting others to do the hard work of changing. It's the shortcut to happiness. As long as the people around us play along and change. Sadly, the rest of the world sucks at following our manuals and rules for how they should behave. They never play along, and for some reason, they don't seem to prioritize our rules over what they themselves want to do. How dare they? And you might think that, well, in a romantic relationship, you should want to change for your partner if you care enough about them. If you think this... I'm going to go ahead and guess that you are in a lot of pain in your relationship. Because that thought is pure poison. For you. Your partner can be fully capable of loving you and still not wanting to follow all of your rules for what they should do and who they should be. And if we look at more extreme examples where perhaps addiction plays a part in their behavior, thinking that loving you should be enough to give up their substance of choice, that's just not realistic. Now, we can go on and on and on arguing for why the other person is the problem. And well, my client's brain loves doing that. And that is okay. 
during the sessions that we have together, we hold space for and listen to the part of her brain that refuses to let go of the idea that the partner is the problem. But at the same time, we need to start exploring what else could be true. Because when the partner is the problem, the partner is also the solution to the problem. This problem that is creating pain and suffering for you in your relationship. How shitty is it that this other person is the solution and has all the power to fix your suffering? I know firsthand how awful that feels. Because it just leaves you feeling hopeless and helpless when they don't really want to change. So... What I did with my client during our session that was pretty uncomfortable and probably even a little scary for her was that we together made a list of all the ways that she is the problem in this relationship. I know, I know, the feminist alarms are going off in your brain right now. How can you say that she is the problem? How can you blame her? How can you say that her partner is allowed to do whatever they want? That is not okay. Just hear me out. When we made a list of all the ways she was creating her own problem in this relationship, we came up with things like wanting to control and manipulate her partner, snapping at and being rude towards her partner, Constantly judging her partner and their behavior, thinking that it's pathetic and disgusting. Always hoping that reality is going to be different than it is and getting disappointed. Ruining their time together by getting grumpy and upset. And staying in a relationship with a person while wanting them to be different than they are. None of the above are problems created by the partner or the partner's behavior. And if we still, after all of this work is done and we fix all of these problems, if we still believe that the partner's behavior is completely unacceptable and a deal breaker, well, you staying with them is still you being the problem in your relationship. So you being the problem doesn't mean stay at all costs and accept any behavior and just be fine with it. You being the problem only means that you need to take ownership of the issues that you're creating for yourself and take full responsibility for solving them, completely without relying on the other person changing. Listen when I say this. When you are the problem, you are also the solution. And if there is one thing that I want to give all of you, it's the power and ability to solve your own problems in life. So the question is, what is my client supposed to do? 99% of her brain is still convinced that her partner's behavior is the problem. And, well, her partner is not changing. 
at least not today. If you are in this situation, I want you to identify all the problems that you are responsible for creating in your relationship, specifically surrounding your partner and this specific behavior that you don't like. Then I want you to try really, really hard to get to a place where you understand that your partner's behavior isn't objectively a problem. It's a neutral circumstance that you are 100% free to have any thoughts and feelings about. And, well, if your partner doesn't see this as a problem, well, that's just further evidence that the behavior is neutral. An objectively bad thing is viewed as bad by literally every single person on the planet. But if there are different opinions about the thing, well, it has to be subjective. So if the circumstance of your partner's behavior is neutral, then the problem with it lives in your brain. My client's thoughts about her partner's behavior is the problem, not the behavior itself. So the question is how we want to solve this problem. Do we want to hold on to the idea that the behavior itself is a problem, even though our partner won't change? Well, then it might be time to consider ending the relationship. But if you are curious about the alternative, changing your own thoughts about the behavior to see if you can learn to be happy in the relationship, let's explore that option a little bit further. Before we dive any deeper, I want to give you some examples of what the behavior could be that we are talking about. It might be drinking a bit too much alcohol for what you would prefer, or them watching porn, or maybe them smoking weed, or playing computer games many hours per day. Or maybe it's even their sleeping habits. Things that you might view as a problem, but that aren't harming you or putting you in danger in any way. So if you want to try to be happy in this relationship without the problematic behavior changing, you're going to need that list of all the ways that you are in fact the problem. That is where we start. When it comes to my client, the thing we will be focusing on is changing her behavior towards her partner. We will be focusing on letting go of her judgments about her partner and her partner's behavior. We're going to stop expecting reality or her partner to suddenly change and be different than they are. And we're not going to let this behavior ruin their time together. And we're going to work on not wanting to control or manipulate her partner and the behaviors they're engaging in by doing and saying certain things. Literally letting go of the rope and not pulling, pulling, pulling in hopes that they will change. 
you need to start by changing the things that you are in control of. If you change all of these things, if you solve all of your problems that you are creating and you're still not into the relationship the way that it is, well, then you will know that this isn't really the relationship for you. But maybe, just maybe, when you have solved your problems, all the problems will be gone and you'll actually be able to be happy. Remember, we are not talking about being okay with abusive, toxic behavior or being treated really poorly. We are talking about behaviors that aren't about you or dangerous for you. Things that you think you could be willing to live with and change your thoughts about. And something that I love reminding myself and my clients of all the time is that when we expect someone else to change, do things differently, just stop what they're doing and we think, it's not that hard, just change. We need to go first. If it's not that hard to just change, you start. You lead the way. Show them how easy it is to just change. And you might just inspire them to do the same. The truth is that it's not easy to just change. Especially when we're doing it for someone other than ourselves. But if you put in the effort to change, you learn how to change your thinking, you learn how to manage your emotions, and you start being happy, I promise you, you're going to be the winner in all of this. You're the one who gets stronger. You're the one who levels up. If your partner is the one who changes, and you stay the same, they get stronger. And, you know, I'm all for your partner working on themselves, hiring a coach, doing all of that. If that is what they want, amazing. But if it's not what they want to do, well, then I recommend you do that work instead. Finally, I want to talk about one of the biggest obstacles to owning the problem in your relationship your ego. My partner always says that my way of thinking is the problem and I don't want them to be right. I don't want to let my partner off the hook. Their behavior is bad. So if I say that I'm the problem, it's like me admitting that their behavior is actually fine. My partner doesn't deserve that I take on this problem. Why should I do all the work? It's completely unfair. I will only change if my partner changes too. Here's a little tough love that I always give myself and that you need as well. This right here is childish, immature bullshit. When we think thoughts like this, we sound like whiny little babies who aren't getting their way. 
we do not sound like empowered, strong women who are proud to take responsibility for our own happiness. Today, I want to be the problem when there is a problem in my life. Because when I'm the problem, I'm capable of solving the problem. I never feel as disempowered as when my brain says that something or someone else is the problem in my life. I just hate that. Look, life is not fair. Yes, you'll probably do more work than your partner. Yes, they might feel satisfied thinking that they were right and you were wrong. Yes, they get to believe that their behavior isn't a problem. But who gives a shit? Your happiness is more important than all of that. Right now, you are sacrificing your power, your happiness, in order to not have to admit that you were wrong. You are prioritizing being right over being happy. When you work with me inside of my coaching program, I will always put the power back in your hands whether you like it or not. It does feel heavy in the beginning. It does feel scary, exhausting, wrong, and kind of uncomfortable. It's like going to the gym in order to get stronger and then being really uncomfortable when the weights are heavy. Listen, they're supposed to be. Taking full responsibility for your life and no longer relying on your partner to change in order to make you more comfortable is uncomfortable by design. It makes you stronger and it makes you more capable of generating your own happiness in the future. Finally, I want to say that accepting reality for it is Accepting your partner's behavior does not mean you have to like it or approve of it or appreciate it. I told my client that, look, you don't have to like this behavior at all, but you spending all day every day being grumpy about the behavior, it isn't sending a message to your partner. It is literally just making you suffer. Your partner already knows you don't like that behavior. I think we can all confirm that. You do not have to withhold happiness from yourself in order to punish them and let them know. And I know that you think the behavior will get worse if you just let go and accept it. And maybe it will. But maybe it won't. Either way, you actually want to find out. Because controlling and manipulating is just hiding the truth of your relationship. It's making it seem different than it actually is. Once you accept, let go and allow your partner to do whatever they want, that's when you see the truth of the relationship. This journey 
of owning the problem, feeling empowered by being the problem and solving it doesn't happen overnight. But it can happen during my eight-week coaching program. If you are struggling with something your partner is or isn't doing, come work with me. And honestly, it's okay if you don't know if this behavior is a deal-breaker or not right now. Let's use our eight-week container to figure all of that out. And if your nervous system freaks out and you panic at the thought of having to end your relationship over this, that's okay. You don't have to think about that right now. Let's work on you inside of this relationship first, and then we will see what happens. Go to katrinbandt.com to read more about my program. If you feel ready to get started, schedule your 45-minute consultation, and we will discuss all of the details together. You deserve to be happy. And you're allowed to be happy even if your partner is doing something you don't like. And it's safe to be happy. Because your grumpiness isn't protecting you the way you think it is. katrinbandt.com for more information. I'll see you back here next week. Bye-bye.